Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You kind of know where this is going, but you want to, you're like a moth to the flame. You want to see how this <laughs> unravels. And I mean, I, we, we was, I was there constantly on my phone while watching it, messaging my friends, like, I can't believe this just happened. Have you got to that bit yet? And if you're that exclusive and high up, then. I don't know, a Kim Kardashian will probably be falling at your feet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So the fact that he was on Tinder, that in itself was a kind of a red flag. I don't know why anyone expects to find anything deeper on Tinder. Sorry, Tinder. <laughs> I'm bashing your, your your brand now, but... Ellen, how did you meet your husband? On Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Joining Flixwatch today, we have Kalechi. Hello. Stephen. Hey, hey, hey. And Kobe. Hello. And we're here to talk all things Tinder Swindler. Thank you as always to the mighty people for the mighty, mighty tunes. And thanks to Ben from Rockwood Audio for his awesome editing skills. Please do remember to write a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts and anywhere you can do where you listen to the podcast because it really does help us. And you can join in the conversation with us on Twitter at FlixWatcherPod and on Instagram at FlixWatcher. Hello, film fans. Welcome to Flix Watcher Podcast. Joining us remotely today, we have Kalechi and Stephen. If you could please say hello, tell the listeners who you are and what you do, please. Hi, everyone. My name is Kalechi and I am a production manager at Renaissance Studios. And by night, I do some freelancing film critic stuff, working for outlets such as Film Stories, Jump Cut Online, Set the Tape, and my own blog, Confessions from a Geek Mind. So when you say production manager what does that mean what, what are you producing oh so basically i just manage the set so i have manage a set. Well, I I mean, manage there's a few steps there's a few steps in there you need to... <laughs> so i work extensively with like producers so we i basically execute whatever that's on the producer's mind so if a producer would like to sort out catering or you know permits any kind of licensing arranging anything logistics organization usually the production manager would coordinate all of that and basically you start to also delegate that within the team as well so with production management you normally would uh crew up talk to people organize logistics like 90 percent of the time doing production work is literally admin yeah. <laughs> before you even start doing like point the camera and shoot. So you're you're literally just trying to make sure that everything that you do on the day when it goes to filming and on the day as well, you are 
operating on a safe and secure set. I guess that's even more important in the in the COVID times. Um, but you are you are pointing and getting ready to point and shoot on stuff, are you? Has that happened yet, or? No, at the time of this recording, we are literally two weeks away from mm. shooting a commission by Channel Four, so a brand new dating show. Um, and that's all I'm going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So once, once it's out there, I'll let everyone know. Stephen, who are you? Hi there. My (laughs) name is Stephen, also known as Stephen Geekface. I am a film buff. I don't like the word film critic. Um, but yeah, I talk about movies online with social media. I have a community called So Geeked About Movies, where you find me on social medias, on all platforms, talking about movies, really. That's it. When you say you're a film buff, what, what does, um... What what kind of what what kind of films do you like talking about? What kind of films do you every type of every type of movies? It depends depends on my mood. So sometimes I'm feeling a bit low, then I just go on extensive talk about horror movies. Like and that makes you feel better, does it? Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's something like a it's something like a good old scare. It's something like a good old scare. <laughs> yes. Yeah, gets your gets gets your blood boiling. Love, love it. Love it. Try sometime. It's great. I'm the biggest scared account in the world here. Um. <laughs> There's nothing uh, like seeing people decapitated and slaughtered to get you out of that mood. Yeah, but yeah. we had that. We had that in, in the Highlander, which is an episode that's out now, guys, uh, where people got decapitated. That wasn't scary. That was uh, oh. it's laughable. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we won't be recommending hereditary to you then, Kobe. We've had that. That wasn't laughable. That was. <laughs> that, that was. Disturbing. Yeah. That wasn't really yeah. your vibe, was it? No, no, no. I, I loved a lot about it, but that, yeah. Tony Collette with the piano wire, man, that is, <laughs> that's some dark, and also like lamppost with girls. Anyway, that's spoilers. spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Listen, listen to that episode when you finish listening to that one. Yeah, um, we're talking about the Tinder swindler, which is your choice, Kalechi. Uh, first of all, can you tell us why you chose it? And then I'll get the timer out for your synopsis in 60 seconds or less. I picked this film because it is the conversation, the topic. It's something that I heard through word of mouth. Oh, have you watched The Tinder Swindler? And I was like, what is that? Oh, and then they they gave me a brief synopsis over what what it is about the supposed con man who conducts these women out of money whilst living this lavish lifestyle. So obviously when I watched it, absolutely felt like it was incredible in terms of the the storyline, how wild it was, and it's a conversational starter. So I think that's that's one of the main reasons why I picked it for for this podcast today. You wanted to have a conversation. Okay. Yeah. Start. It was a synopsis starting now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is the <laughs> real life version of Catfish and Catch Me If You Can. It is this year's Fire Festival, as in the car crash entertainment <laughs> TV of documentaries that will shake your head in disbelief. And the story is focused around three women who discover they've been dating the same man named Simon Levev. And he's a so-called Israeli businessman, owns a diamonds company, and he has swept them off their feet, only to discover that he will con them out of money to fund his lavish lifestyle. And it's how these women uncover the truth and get payback. Nice. Do they really, though? Do they? Payback to a certain extent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, okay. To a certain extent. We'll leave it as that. So, yeah, well, let's leave it for you, Stephen. You were shaking your head during that, that synopsis and like, oh, uh, not, well, not what it, Kletcher was saying, but more, it looked like it was in disbelief. Yeah, we just, well, it came out, I remember watching it, it came out during like the Valentine's month, like 
just prior to Valentine's, what a great thing to watch. Um, and I remember even, I remember drugging my missus, like, you've got to watch this. She didn't, she, she didn't want to watch it. I was like, you've got to watch this. This was like the talk for like, in my group chat for like the yeah. whole week. And I just couldn't believe, well, I was firstly proud that we finally, we can get rid of this whole stereotype that it's just Nigerians who do films. Nigerians and Israelis now. There's others. There's others out here to watch out. Anyone yeah. can be a swindler. Just, just, just yeah. be careful. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was glad they, they showed that. And yeah, just it was just it was just amazing. I was just so shocked that this is happening. And he got away with it. I just thought it was amazing. So I think... That's also, it's like the tip of the iceberg as well, because we saw three three ladies there who were the ones willing to go on camera and discuss it. I'm sure there's at least double that amount who yeah. didn't want to be on camera. And Absolutely. I'm sure just kind of doing the mental arithmetic in, in your head, I'm saying is towards like 20 or so people. It's just a numbers game. It's just swiping More either left or right. I can't remember which way. The, the fact that he's apparently still active on, on Tinder it's still kind of like it's like a oh, red flag. Like, yeah, yeah. I follow him. You follow him on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to see what he's up to. Who's his next victim? I love it. Is it the real him though? Because there's like it's about him. five accounts. Now. It's, it's him. Yeah. It's him. <laughs> What's his Tinder account? Oh, sorry, his Instagram account. Sorry, I can't remember. Top of my head. I'm going to have to give it to you guys. Is it, off, off, <laughs> sure. Isn't it like Simon Levev of official, like or, or underscore? It was like, that, really, then yeah. that. Then he had to take it down. And he's he's done like so many. But every time he gets a new one, there's almost like a group that people just know which one he does now, and he just follows. Just love it, Helen. So I had resisted so far watching this. I I kind of read a few articles, and I think I remember this the story, and people had talked about it. So I was like. I kind of know, um, but you got me. You got me and made me watch it. <laughs> a couple of things I just want to say. Please, if anyone you've just met says, can you send me your passport details? Just just don't. Like, that's just, just don't. Just don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I think as a documentary, it's not so great, but the story is... It's one of those that people are either like completely, I can't believe this happened or yeah, this happens like loads. And it's, I think they missed an opportunity about delving a little bit more into basically they were like sitting ducks for him with their, with their Tinder profiles. And they, mm. they were so attracted to this kind of like fantastic influencer star studded life where you're flying around on jets and things that, it's it's such kind of like a weird world and they ended up paying for him to live that lifestyle but yeah. that lifestyle someone always pays someone always is getting shafted for that whether it's the people who work in the mines or people who are getting conned out of their money there isn't that lifestyle isn't real and i i would have liked the documentary to have gone a bit more kind of probing into that and questioning that and that kind of like dark side of the fake life that he managed to convince people he had just by Instagram, WhatsApp and, and that. So that was my only thing in that the structure of it. It also takes like an hour to scene set and you're like, come on, yeah, like you've said like you love him and like you're doing this. Like when's when's the mic drop? When do you find out? When does your life come tumbling down? Because we all want to see this because we know it's coming. We know it's coming. <laughs> When do you say how much, oh my God, 250,000 pounds? How did you do that? 
Don't yeah, ever so- take out a loan for someone you've just met. I just feel as though I have to say <laughs> these things. Like, just, just don't do it. Like, I've been on Tinder. Like, there's so many weirdos on there. Like, you have to be really, really sure that they're not all mental and crazy. And just don't do it. Just don't take a loan out for anyone that you've just met. And they claim to be, like, spied on and... <laughs> their bodyguard like sends gets sent pictures of like a bodyguard who's been hit but not that bad there's blood everywhere but it just looks like a cat scratch <laughs> don't, don't take out a load I'm I'm, I'm 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 kind of like impressed by it in a way i kind of want to i want to see the maths behind what was going on i want to see how many people ultimately ended up being conned i want to see how many people kind of pulled out of the funnel after they had the first private jet and were like no not for me i want to see how many people he swipes, had matches on, and then went to the first day. And then I want to see this kind of, I want to see the kind of pyramid that this is built on because it's, it really is so many levels of insane. And I just, I just, my heart goes out to, but also, I also want to pour scorn on the people who are willing to send the passports and, and, and send the loans out. But they're doing it for a reason. They feel, they feel ingratiated. They feel connected to this person, rightly or wrongly. And it's, uh, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not. It's the whole. It's the whole Prince Charming element. Like you know, it's yeah. You can you know the women obviously have to take this sort of accountability, and and you you kind of do. Do you, am I supposed to feel sorry for them as well? But you also have to realize that, especially in this society, how a lot of people, well, how society loves to blame the women mm. and then sort of like do not have any sense of accountability for what the men do in part of that process. And you can you blame them in the sense of like wanting what every, I guess, and what everyone wants, you know, mm. yes, we want to be wind and die, we want to find our Prince Charming and so forth. And, you know, I think it was Cecile who basically wanted the, the Disney fantasy lifestyle, but for me, if as soon as somebody says like I need, oh, can you help me? I need thirty grand to send because my enemies are after me. You're gonna get blocked. <laughs> you're gonna get blocked faster than me saying Karabunga, dude. That's what. That's what's gonna happen. That's not gonna. That's not working with me. You know, I was. I just. I just. There were so many red flags. Like I was just like <laughs> your enemies. But who are your enemies? Like why are you sending? Why are you sending your personal details? Why? Why? Like he's always away from from you like he's he was traveling around the world so you've and then you've like you've he's met your mother like once or something like that and he's already got your mother's details you haven't even vet your friends haven't even vetted him like there was no sense of like it was like the women were just on their own handling this uh, and they were just making terrible decisions i get it but at the same time it's just like how the hell did this escalate into the way it did it was insane multiple times yeah multiple times and it's yeah. like they must they, they there should have been a moment where they're like what well, hold on a sec why am i opening up another credit card account and extending the limit and then getting these gaslighting messages from him and two o'clock in the morning saying no i need the money and blah 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 i need to keep up with security and i'm like but you are so-called the the son heir of a diamond company yeah why don't you go to your rich dad <laughs> why don't you go to your rich relative why are you harassing these poor women <laughs> to go and fund your lifestyle it's, it it's made that, no sense i think it's that piece where as the story unrolls for the norwegian lady in particular they've met each other like five times and that's that's the piece where five times yeah go and find a house go and find a house for us to live in uh you've met him three times at this point Go find a house for a living. Messing four points when you you get a payday loan 
and kind of think, <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the thing is, surely either the friends were just like, hey, he sounds amazing, go for it, or they just don't have those kind of support networks no, I didn't, around them. Nah. They didn't want to tell them because <laughs> they were scared that maybe their friends would try and finesse their way in and take the guy from them. That's what happened. <laughs> that's what I, I mean, think. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I have to ask, like, would you swipe right on him? With me personally? Yeah, like, would you know if you were if you were a woman, would you have swiped right and would you have gone on the date? Would you have got on the plane? That's what I want to know. Would you have gone? Yeah, he thinks I think it's all right, and then gone on the date with the dropped pin in the exclusive hotel, <laughs> and then gone on the plane. To be, honest, to, to, to be honest, most people would have. Let's 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 be honest. Most people would have. Um, would reckon, what was his first image? I think it's him, him on a so boat. him on a yacht. Yeah, yeah on, on a, a yacht. yacht. On a boat. Yeah, yeah, they would have. I mean, I, I didn't. I, I've never played a Tinder game, um, but I, I, I don't know. I try. I, I think I'd like to think I'd see beyond the fact that they're on a fancy place. But it's and... it's it's, t- it's Tinder. It's, it's, it's yeah. Tinder. That's all you can yeah. see. There's nothing else. I don't know why anyone expects to find anything deeper on Tinder. Sorry, Tinder. <laughs> I'm bashing your 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 brand now. But Helen, how did you meet your husband? On Tinder. he he wasn't on a yacht he didn't have a yacht picture he wasn't wearing any gucci clothes um he wasn't wearing a fake rolex either i love that Um, (laughs) you're you're the lucky one yeah yeah Yeah. most people on there are just superficial they just you know see that what's what's in front of them that some people never read in the 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 bio they're not reading anything. just oh that looks nice and swipe and you know hope for the best yeah, I think yeah, I think for me that if I just saw a person like that and they were top to toe designer and it was all about where they were on a yacht, that would be a massive red flag to me. I'd be happy to see someone on a yacht and you know them enjoying. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about a yacht where it's like a opposing yacht versus just being like, "Hey, I'm on, I'm in the ocean. This is this is cool, hanging out, watching dolphins." If there's someone watching dolphins and not then next to then swiping left to see a private jet and then next to see, you know all this kind of eating caviar, that would completely turn me off. But if it's someone who's just like, "I'm on holiday. This is this is really cool." I mean, With the dolphin Croatia. In the yeah. yeah. But if he, if he was, <laughs> it says something about him being on Tinder. Like if you've got that kind of lifestyle that, oh, you, you're on a boat, you're on a yacht, you're at a fancy restaurant and so forth. I'd be like, but why are you on Tinder? Yeah. You could have had, the, if you're that exclusive and high up, then I don't know, a Kim Kardashian would probably be falling at your feet or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? So the fact that he was on Tinder, that in itself was a kind of a red flag. That's what the people they probably thought he was a diamond in the rough then, weren't they? They were literally yeah, just like... <laughs> yeah. They were looking for their, their Prince Charming. He's They're... a billionaire and he's on Tinder and he's interested yeah. in me. I'm... Guys, uh, I mean, just saying that is just like your friend would go, mate. He's clearly not like, yeah. He is. <laughs> if he's pissed yeah. right on you, like, exactly. And these ladies were all attractive. I think if you knocked his, above, if it was if it was him in Safeway, it wasn't Summerfield, then you wouldn't have looked twice at him. This is this is what Helen's trying to get at, basically, isn't it? But those ladies were a fair few notches on the scale above him. Every single one of them did themselves a disservice. <laughs> To allow it to go that far, yeah. <laughs> allow it to go that far. But like I said, it's, it does really say something about like how even in those circumstances, even when it's gone that far and they've, you've seen the end result of it, mm. like how much women still get the blame for it. And yes, there is elements of accountability, but we're still kind of like, one thing that really um, pointed that out is when the story went viral 
and mm. they saw the messages on the comments, you know, obviously never read the comments, folks, but they read the comments and they were calling them, oh, these people were gold diggers, they were bitches, they were slags. And it's still a societal problem that we still look at women as, because at the end of the day, they're still victims. You know, Absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, they're still victims. And with, and the fact that the Simon, who basically at the end, only got 15 months and only served five. It's ridiculous. And yet the women are still paying off the debts of what they cured for his madness. Like that, I'm thinking, well, where's the where's the sense of justice here? Why isn't the debt written off and just transferred to him? Because obviously he's the one who's been perpetrated. They had all the evidence. Like they had every from the, they had all the evidence in the world, and yet somehow only fifteen months, and he only served five, and he's still out, and he's living the lavish lifestyle. So I don't know what the, more evidence. This is when you have. It's, it's why it's so tricky is because it's not technically fraud because they gave permission and they were working against the bank with him, which is basically what people used to think fraud was on that huge scale was like people knocking on old grannies like doors and like stealing them money out their money tins but it's actually very sophisticated online and like this where people end up giving the money away winningly in ways that when the bank go so when we emailed you to say did you really want to send 250,000 pounds to this person and you clicked yes you didn't mm. actually want to do that and this is how there's like it's it's such a huge thing like there's so there's stories happening all the time where people are just giving away massive amounts of money to people they've just met and it's usually some kind of romance like this and it's it's not like like you said the nigerian on the internet trying trying their look this is very sophisticated high level it, it's a whole new world and this is just kind of like a small part of it it's it's insane but banks are like so when we did those security checks and you went through them and you said yes and you said yes I'm in that country spending that card and you acknowledged that the spending was over your limit they they're like you said yes yeah there's nothing else we you can said do. it was you yeah we can't give you your money you you were you said you were there it was you but I, I was also just surprised at how much they were able just to take out, like open yeah, up accounts. Because, like, because of what was their credit score? Yeah, also I kept on thinking, what was their credit score? Because, you know, I apply for stuff, I get turned down for loans like no one's business. So like, so like <laughs> these people were opening up Credit Suisse, they were opening up American Express and they were getting huge credit scores. So I'm just like, how the hell, like either it's privilege or whether it is, or like reputation because, you know, obviously Simon was, quote unquote, working for, you know, Israeli diamonds, diamond company. You know, I just thought it was just insane that they were able to open up that amount of credit cards mm. and able to just go and say, yeah, can you increase the limit? And the bank said, yeah, sure. Here you go. Well, some of that was explained by the, the forged, um, the forged wage slip to say that they worked for them. And I, I can't remember how much was in there, but yeah, a, a lot of it doesn't add up, but I, I, I do, um, Again, just going back to the, the sophisticated nature that Helen was talking about, what I was saying about, I'd like to see what that funnel looked like. I'd love to see how many thousands of people he swiped down, swiped left on to then get to that stage. Because then there's, there's like I said, the first date, I'm sure a lot of those first dates were just like, he was a dick or he looked, it was the complete tool. So I don't know, half of those are gone. Half the people probably left at the point when, when he asked for the money in the first place. There's probably a lot of people saying, I met Simon, I went for a first date, he seemed quite cool, but then asked for all this money. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't know you, mate. 
And then there's when when he kind of he sent all those "I love you, baby" images, uh, all those videos. I was like, he's doing. He must be doing this at least. He must be recording thirty of these in one go. And I was kind of thinking, how do you keep, actually keep track of these? Because <laughs> logistically, there's a lot of stuff going on here that's really difficult to keep a keep a, a hold on. And I don't want to say I'm impressed by. It. I'm just. I'm. I, I really want to know what was how the mechanics of this was held together and this Peter guy and how he well, kept, he, kept, he, kept he the got, amount he was spending daily. He mm. had to be bringing in thousands. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. My friend got a private jet uh, recently <laughs> and we all laughed at him. Um, I don't know. It's any, anyway, spend your money however you want to, I guess. It's 11,000 pounds to go to Nice or something like that and back and a private jet for him and his, him and his wife and his kid. So that's kind of was like, okay, fine. That's kind of level set. But then I know business class is not cheap in any way, shape or form. Staying in these hotels is not way. So you're spending thousands of pounds per day on these things easily it's just mind-boggling it was a it was a real expanded ponzi scheme he was doing yeah just went from one woman to the other they paid for the trip then the next woman paid for the other trip and on and on the bit that fascinates me the most because you know everyone talks about having you know sympathy for these women i have maybe sympathy for the first woman and maybe the third one the one that you know sold these stuff on ebay spoilers yeah (laughs) um but the woman the one in the middle I have no sympathy for them at all because their date didn't even work. She's like, I don't like this guy. We'll just be friends. Why are you still there? <laughs> Why were you hanging out with him? He even had other dates and you just happened mm. to be there. Why were you there? So we all know why you were there. That one is clear as day. Maybe the other ones, they got bamboozled by, you know, you know Prince Charming theory that Kalechi said, I don't believe it, but okay, we'll, we'll go with that one. But that this, the one in the middle, no. Why? Why are you here? <laughs> you look older than him as well. No offense. Like you got and she has her own she has her own stuff she's doing as well. Mm. So it's just to be know. seen, isn't it? Yeah. Just like to have that lifestyle and like I'll go along for the party, go along for the ride. But it wasn't it on yeah. even his date. Why were you there? <laughs> like the, imagine the, I'm on a date with my missus and just a random woman just there the whole time. <laughs> just there. <laughs> just, just there. Like in our pictures. Film filming you both yeah, going, hey, filming yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or lovey dovey, just there. Why are you here? Go away. Go home. <laughs> so, no, no, she came on a plane, so she's gonna yeah, she's gonna yeah. stay here. And, yeah, so, and, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stay in the room next door. You guys do what you're doing. That's fine. I <laughs> will give her tips. You know what makeup to wear. When you know what lingerie to wear for him. You know that's fine. That's cool. Just wear. I yeah. <laughs> the last lady who um, I, I like the way there's some kind of get back in some way, shape, or form. However, however small. And she did. She did it right. She like went to his, went to the heart and <laughs> stole his clothes. Stole his, stole his clothes and sold it yeah. on eBay and kept it for herself. And didn't. And I love the way she kept answering the phone. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And it got madder and madder and madder. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I would have loved to see that side. I would have loved to see the fly on the wall. That side of him going ape shit. <laughs> so funny. Like, not only did he not get the money from it, but like he probably had to like. He's like, I've got no clothes. And then I, I he's just, in the hostels, I, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And then he called her up saying, uh, um, can you play the lottery for me and I'll give you the numbers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's happening? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you won. Um, so I'm going to give you all the winnings because... Yeah. <laughs> no, mate. No. Uh, but again, this uh, recently, so there's a lady in America who, for some reason, she got 
put away in jail for she got sentenced to six years because she incorrectly said she was eligible, eligible to vote or something nonsense like that. She got sentenced six years in jail. She got out recently, but this clown is going around ruining people's lives and he gets 15 years commuted, commuted out to five. It's well, a man's you, world. You've answered it's it. Man's world. You've answered it. It's a man's you've world. It. It's, it's not even a man's world. It's, it wasn't to, nothing to do with government. He didn't mm. take government's money. Mm. Government don't care. If it was government he stole from the bank, he stole to let you from you know the big mm. banks, then yeah, he's in trouble. But he stole from women's banks. They're not bothered. There you go. That woman mm-hmm. said she she did something that was on government level. She, you know, yeah. she that's why she went in for so long. But you know, just take a couple mi- money from it from here and there, and they still have to pay for it. It's not like the money has is not being paid. It's being paid. So yeah, do your time and come out. And you know, get a deal, get a deal with Netflix and all sorts. And, <laughs> and, and, no, no, that'll probably help. I'm hoping they claim some money back. And this. a movie, he's probably going to get a movie due soon as yeah. well. Probably have yeah. Nicolas Cage playing him or something. I don't know. So <laughs> no one's going to play him. <laughs> Tell you who could play him. Like, do you watch what we do in the shadows? So Nandor and him have a very similar voice. So Nandor, you mean phone jacker? Yes, I can't remember the actor's name, ah. but his character in What We Do in the Shadows, they have a very, very similar voice. And when he was getting really angry, it's just like when that character gets really an- angry at Guillermo in What We Do in the Shadows. And it's just really funny. Like if you watch it again and you also watch What We Do in the Shadows, and then imagine the tenders wouldn't go and like, oh, Guillermo, like, why are you doing this? There's blood everywhere. <laughs> the problem is, yeah, Kay Van Novak. Um, yes. But he's, you know, he's quite. Yeah, charismatic good-looking guy yeah he's good-looking yeah <laughs> he could just do the voice yeah maybe just do the yeah, voice, do, do or... the voice and then they get bradley cooper just to just to play the face of it <laughs> <laughs> again bradley cooper not an unattractive guy i don't know <laughs> 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 to, well, they probably have to cgi configure some some kind of person no way no in hollywood they'll give it to the rock or something would be dwayne johnson <laughs> that plays him and then, then kevin hart's peter in it yeah, 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 yeah. The smallest, smallest security guard in the world. Um, is there anything else, guys, want to say before we head to the scores? Just don't give your passport details out. Yeah. Don't give anyone money. Like fifty quid, maybe, if you just met them and you feel sorry for them. But like, don't give people money. Do do yourselves, ladies. Just just do you. Don't be loaning out money. Do your due diligence. Check everything. Don't be setting up credit cards in your name to fund mm. for somebody else do not do that just do for your own self-care and mental health it, people, some guys are not worth it I'm off Tinder and meet real people instead of just looking at <laughs> what they've got in their in their picture that might mm. help as well or look at their bio that, that could help as well you know, yeah but she looks at the bio he's like look- I'm, I'm a billionaire yeah, that was a bio that's probably yeah, that was online it. but yeah. we, we need more than that than just <laughs> come on <laughs> All right, guys, let's head to the scores. Hello, I'm Hannah Flint from The First Film Club, a film podcast series dedicated to established and emerging talent, both in front of and behind the camera, and the feature debuts that launch their careers. From the new drama Mass to the cult classic Heathers, Each episode is dedicated to a film, a guest, and the the behind-the-scenes stories, memories, and advice from their time on set. Find us, The First Film Club, wherever you listen to your stripped media podcasts. Come join the club.
Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So welcome to uh, Painted Flix Foster Scores. All the scores are always out of five. And um, we'll start with you, please, Kaleki, with your recommendability. I'm going to give it a 4.2. It's of the current generation, you know, everybody is or would be on Tinder or any kind of social media platform. And I think it does bring in a conversation, you know, how we use it, how we see each other, how we look and judge people, but also how people also manipulate that and how people go to those extra lengths just to appear genuine and to, you know, either attract your attention or in this case, attract your attention and still, and rob you blind. So, <laughs> Kobe's laughing. So yeah, so literally a 4.2, this is like one of those kind of like, um, I don't know, a litmus test, watch it and then take the lessons from it. Steven. I'm going to give it a four, um, just in the fact that if you, it's one of the ones you have to watch it. I mean, everyone's talking about it, so definitely for you to kind of see it for yourself. And for the same reasons, you know, we're all of people have had some type of experience on Tinder. And you, you, hear, you hear loads of stories about men being swindled by women, especially on these dating apps. But it was, it was you know, I wouldn't say refreshing, but just an eye-opener to see that it happens to the opposite sex as well. And it can happen to to anyone if you're a fan of films like catch me if you can this is the real life catch me if you can well even though that was based on a true story but this is the real deal and it's happening every day and it's not just nigerians sending out the emails so be careful so yeah four helen yeah I, i'm gonna join the four party i mean i think you probably will have seen it by now because that's all everything as people have been talking about um I'm a bit a bit disappointed in this in this that they didn't kind of push it. I think we probably like took it a bit further in our conversation than they did, which is a shame because I would have liked to have seen what Kobe said as well about being able to kind of like map out how far it went. And I just feel there's there's a bit I think there's a lot more of the story that wasn't told and mm-hmm. I would like to see I, I guess there might be another one i don't know who knows maybe they just couldn't get the information out of him because he's such a little weasel who knows will, um, I'm, sh- I'm sure there'll be some kind of follow-up somehow yeah so it's a documentary it could have gone a bit deeper and a bit further but like if you haven't seen it then i mean you can pr- probably guess what's going to happen but there's still some moments in there where you just like i can't believe they did that <laughs> i'm gonna go for yes yeah, go for 4.2 i think it's it takes on along in a ride but the depth isn't there. Um, but I think just it's good for people to know that this kind of exists, even though we're in the age of the internet now and he's been doing this for a while and they've been caught in, in Finland, but still got away with it and went to someone else. There'll be people, there will be other people who'll be able to scam on this 100%. Change your surname, Simon's a common name. You, you're now Simon Jones and, you know, off you go. So, so yes, yeah, take care of each other. Just photoshopped himself into like people's lives. It's so easy. You can just like get some photos off the internet and like I can photoshop myself on Leonardo DiCaprio's yacht if I wanted to. Like, oh, that was brilliant. 
You don't need to be great at Photoshop. How's that not your default thought? It's like they could have photoshopped themselves into that picture. If there's a, if there's a picture of someone on a yacht next to Prince Harry, like they've either photoshopped Prince Harry onto that picture or they've photoshopped <laughs> themselves onto that picture or they've I've, photoshopped everything I, in that picture. I've, I've watched way too many episodes of Catfish. So for me, I, I anyone, I, I'm Googling them. I'm Googling their, their, their images and everything. So like nothing will come, will like overshadow me. So I'm, I'm, I kind of just wish the ladies did that as well. But, mm. you know, like I said, they're still victims. I think the um, one thing was it, I think it was yourself collected you talked about the fire festival. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a sim, that's, it's, it's a different, different kind of documentary there, but um, it's a similar kind of thing, the willingness to be part of this kind of new influencer crowd and to be, see, to be seen to be somewhere awesome. It's a different kind of con there, but it's still like these, these kind of documentary, we're going to see more and more of these cons, more and more of these, lots of people consumed by this thing. Fire was a different kind of beast though, but it's still like, oh, just come on guys, get a grip. Just, just do your own thing, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, repeat viewing score, Kalechi. Um, I'm going to give this a four. Um, oh, wow. Are you going to watch it again? Yeah. I've watched it like twice. Like I've, the thing is, the more, <laughs> you, the more you talk about it, you realize it, you're in a pool of a, of a conversation with somebody who has not watched it. So you mm. end up like, oh, you know, watch it. And then you're what, doing a hosting or watch party and watching it. So I think that it's interesting to watch it from someone else who has not watched it and, and see it from their perspective and see if like they find something that's new or something that they, you didn't, you didn't pick necessarily pick up. I think there is some elements of watchability out of it. I think as long as they don't kind of turn it into, as we were kind of briefly discussed, like a movie or what Peacock did with Tiger King and turned it into a TV series that no one really wants to kind of watch anymore. You know, it is very much of the current moment. What happens in, say, six months time, eight months time, a year's time, it might not be as relevant, but there's still lessons to be learned from it. Uh, Stephen, repeat being school. I'm going to give it a two. You know, a con is a con. Once you watch it, it's, pretty straightforward i don't think you need to watch it again maybe maybe if you have a young you know a young daughter or a young son who lets you know that i'm i'm, I'm on tinder and you know, i'm joining the, the dating apps then maybe pull it on to show it to them <laughs> to like you know watch out for these types of people um yeah. but besides that no i think once you see it it's a con to con and move on just learn for yourself i think don't really want to see it again yeah, so a notorious one-watch documentary person I am. I once I've kind of watched it and consumed it, um, is or, had this conversation many times about documentaries. So it's a one from me for repeat viewing. Yeah, I one point five. I watched this when if maybe a week or so after the hubbub kind of reached its peak, and uh, so that was about a month ago. And when you said when you suggested this collection, I was like. Do I need to watch it again? <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so that kind of gives an indicator how much um, repeat being scores for me. So yeah, 1.5. Small screen score. I'm going to give this a three because it's not, it's not cinematic. It's, it's like a standard. Would you, would you want to watch this in the cinema? No, you wouldn't. So it's, you know, I guess, but it's still, it's still a three for me. Like it's okay. yeah, it's still it's still solid for me. Like it's not something you watch in the cinema. 
but it's not something that also like you have it on the TV on your TV screens. It's it's there. You watch it once, but it's not like something you kind of again return back to or even just like it. It just does its job. It's that's what it is. So it's it's perfect for the small screen. It's not cinem- It's not necessarily cinematic, but it is what it is. Steven. Well, I'm going to say something a bit, that's a bit controversial and probably going to throw something at me. Um, I'm going to give it a four. I'll tell you that at first. But the first time I watched it was on my phone in bed on a Sunday <laughs> morning. I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, so, yeah, and it's just that. There's Like I said, there's nothing. I mean, I could have technically watched it without even the images. I could have just... <laughs> that was enough. I mean, there was... There's one or two things like the image of uh you know he's his bodyguard with with blood on his head and all and all that stuff. But the the audio was the was the front part, the the voice notes were hilarious. That was the best part. So could have watched it that way. Um so yeah, obviously, like I said, it's it's not it's not made for cinema at all. So yeah, small screen is fine. If you want to watch your TV, you know, make it any event cool, but it can be on the laptop or put it on your phone. It's fine. <laughs> Helen. It is a bit spectacularly uncinematic in that <laughs> like they really, really kind of overdid the texting on the screen thing. Oh broop. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, get it. Like I've used a phone before. I know how messaging works. It's all right, folks. Um yeah, five. Like there's I mean, I don't know, like I don't know what situation would be that I would go to the cinema and watch it. And that's like <laughs> Tinder decided to have like this weird party and they screened it and for all their influences. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, perfect for yeah. home viewing. But you guys, yeah. Stephen and Clutch, you must have been to screenings where there's been influences there, and you, I don't know. You're rolling your eyes at them, and um, I want to say roll my eyes. I want to say roll my eyes, but I just know like we're not going to get accurate score in this room. It's just going to be 10 out of 10. You've been paid off. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. Here. We're taking, taking the seats. For certain Do they stay yeah, for the yeah. film though? I hear that they just come take a picture, no, laugh about on the phone, yeah, make yeah, a noise and yeah, then go. Yeah, they get the phone out, say, guess where I am, guys. Da, 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 da. Sit down, watch the movie, get the goodie bags and go home. That's yeah. No, no, no um, cinema etiquette. You know, like yeah. their phones will go off. Mm. Sometimes some of them is asking, you know, in, in mid conversation on the phone, you, the light, the phones light up the screen. So it's not, it's not, not the greatest of experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're there. There's, it, we, you know, we don't have the, the the power and the control over that. So you know, that's the that's the higher power you for me. Take the phones off and, and throw it. Yeah. <laughs> the well, it depends on the screening. If the if it's one of the big ones, they tell you to sit, put your phone in a, in a sealed bag. But they don't listen, they don't to, listen that, to those so. rules. They're... So yeah, but yeah, if 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 there's a opportunity for more critics to get in, especially like first time critics, especially people of color, women of color, getting into the cinema screening over an influencer, I'd take that all day, every day. So my small screen score is five. Yeah, perfect for viewing score. This is yeah. If I watch this at the cinema, I'd be annoyed. Um, there's some documentaries which I'd be, which I would have loved to watch at the cinema, like the um, Agnes Verda, Agnes Varda one. Um, what was that called, Helen? Faces, places. Yeah, faces, places. I would have loved to see that in the cinema. Quite angry I didn't, but yeah, love a lot of documentaries are uncinematic, and this is this is one of them. Um, engagement score, Kalechi. I'm gonna go with three point five. I think it's it. As I said before, it is within the cultural sphere. Um, it's 
a conversation. But after that, you probably might not have the conversation again. <laughs> you know, especially after about six and seven months later, a year later, mm. especially as the world just quickly moves on to the next big crazy thing, like I don't know, the next Wordle app or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So and they're making a film about that <laughs> or something like that. So right now we're in the kind of perfect zone or sphere for like the conversations and engagement. But other than that, you probably like, okay, it's done. We move on. But it's still fun. Steven. I'm going to go with free as well. I mean, like you said, you kind of know where this is going, but you want to, you're like a moth to the flame. You want to see how this <laughs> unravels. And I mean, I, we, we was, I was there constantly on my phone while watching it, messaging my friends, like, I can't believe this just happened. Have you got to that bit yet? And have you said that? That was all fun. But once it was done, it was done. Unless we wait for the Dwayne Johnson, you know, version <laughs> of the Hart film version. with Kevin Hart. I mean, that's it. So, yeah, move on to the next, whatever it's going to be next year, whatever Netflix drops. Yeah, it's, it, it, it takes about, it's, it's nearly two hours. Like, it's, it's really long for the premises that some guy swindles people out of their money by pretending to be like this lover boy, Diamond Air. And it's like, it's a good hour before, like, it's the dun dun dun. And that's far too long. It's quite, it's quite a slog up to there. So, I was already in like, yeah, I'm really into this. Can't wait to see like all the bits that are going to make me go, oh my God. Um, and it just took too long and I was a bit annoyed with it. So I got really annoyed with the structure. I was just like, oh, they don't know how to make a documentary. Like we could make a better documentary. We know how to do suspense. Um, so that irritated me. And then once I started like messing around on my phone, then I was a bit like, oh, it's still going. Have they caught him yet? Oh no, not caught him. Not caught him at all. It's not in jail. Um, so, yeah, about a three. I'll do three as well. Um, random, I'm going quite high, uh, 4.5. I could see where it's going. I could see he was going to get caught. But at the same time, I was kind of, I was kind of just, I wanted to see how it unfurled and how he had the guys in like Norway chasing him and the police in Israel were like, yeah, we've been looking for this guy for ages. And, you know, to get to his, his mum's flat, it seems, and find where he should live, but he's not there. And I was like, okay, so... I was, I was interested in how it was going to pan out and ultimately I, I, it's taken a few points off because I was a bit let down at the the way there's just kind of no justice rather than this, the plot because it did have me. It did have me. Um, anyway, that leaves an overall score of 3.49375 and it's the repeat viewing score, really, that let it down there uh, quite high otherwise. Um, Kalichi and Stephen, can you say um, where we can find you guys online and say goodbye to the listeners? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at K.E. Henulo and on Instagram at Special K Rights. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter with the same name, Stephen Geekface, that's Stephen with V-E-N, and on YouTube, so Geeked About Movies. Awesome. Thank you so much for choosing this. Oh, God. Don't get swindled on Tinder. I hope everyone's okay. <laughs> Look after each other. Use the loan. Use the loan you got to op- to get to buy your own house. Yeah, something <laughs> that you can see tomorrow. Just look after yourselves. Just do yourselves. That's all it is. I know. Enemies. I was thinking yeah. if if there's a film made by The Rock and Kevin Hart, hopefully those guys will pay off some of the some of the debts that have been there amassed. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks Bye. For coming on. Bye. 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 Bye.
enjoyed this episode of Flix Watcher Podcast, why not leave us a five-star review on iTunes? You can also follow us at Flix Watcher Pod on Twitter and we're at Flix Watcher on Instagram. Thanks as always to the mighty people for their mighty, mighty tunes and Ben from Rockwood Audio for his awesome editing skills. If you're looking to get your podcast edited as sweet as this, get in touch with Ben and that's Rockwood, R-O-K-K Wood Audio. Tell them Flixwatcher sent you. just heard a stripped media production.